Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. The Cambodian Food and Services Workers Federation has a newly elected president, a woman who was formerly herself a beer promotions worker. Listeners might recall the major campaign run back in 2016 in defence of women in the beer promotions industry in Cambodia. This is where women are required to encourage tourists in nightclubs to keep drinking and are compelled to drink themselves, putting them in very dangerous situations. The Cambodian Food and Service Workers Federation represents workers across a very broad range of industries, from beer promotions to karaoke workers to workers at Chevron. The newly elected president is Oitep Falin, and she was in Australia in March this year as a guest of AFIDA and the International Food Workers Union. I had an opportunity to speak with her about the work of her federation as well as the ongoing battle against the new trade union law in Cambodia that effectively makes it impossible to organise. A note to listeners, Oitep Falin has quite a strong accent when she speaks English. You should know that she taught herself English from TV, from YouTube and from news bulletins. She did that in order to effectively build international solidarity for the industrial campaigns that she's involved with. I asked listeners to sit back and listen keenly to this week's interview. My name is Ute Palin, is a president of Cambodian Food and Service Worker Federation. And we work with uh, uh, one, we have a bit uh, we call entertainment worker. We have a member from the promoter, uh, karaoke worker, and the women who are working in the massage place, and the women who are working at the like uh, beer garden. So we work with those work, women workers to organize, and the other we work with the general service. General service, we are working and organize the work uh, at the uh, gasoline worker. And we have members from Chevron. And uh, we are organized marketing worker who are just uh, go to the shop and find the marketing for the brand to sell at the shop and find a customer for promoting the brand at the shop. And one thing, we are working with the garbage collector is the because country company and we are to go to organize those work, women worker and uh, uh, men worker and uh, the other we work with the uh, market worker at the store we organize like supermarket is under the giant company giant market and um, one more thing uh, we are working with we call um, food and beverage. Food and beverage. We are organize uh, Coca Cola worker and beer production line is called Cambru. And Cambru is under under of a uh, Carlsberg company based in Denmark. So this is what we are working with those uh, target groups. That is very diverse industries that you are organising in. Are there similar issues across those workplaces or are they very different? Uh, they are different. 
like a peer promoter or entertainment worker, they have they are have a different situation. Like the one thing is a stigma, stigma from their community and from other people living in the uh, countryside. Like they are coming to work in the uh, city, like Phnom Penh, and most of them just like hiding their job. Is they never tell their family that uh their job as a beer promoter or massage worker or working at the karaoke. They just telling those family. They just telling their family their job is just like job assistant or they just work at the. Some places like look like they are working not related to the entertainment sector. So this is what they are know what they are understand that the family will or their community will judge their job is like a sex worker at at their place. So that's why they never told their families about their job or their working area. And then about the working condition. Related to working condition, in this entertainment sector, mostly they are or like working without salary. Those women they just working on like be a promoter, working based on the commission base, so they are, don't have the basic salary. So they just want to uh, they just try to push the customer to drink as much as they can. And the uh, the company just count the the bottle how much how many bottle they they sell so the company will pay the money based on the the bottle they sell and the other like a woman working in the karaoke it's like a freelance job mostly they don't they don't want to be like working with the have the under under like control by the manager or the owner karaoke because they feel that the working hours too long, so they just choose like working freelance job when the men go in their place and they know they just calling those women and just sitting and sing a song together and drink like drink a company drink and make them fun each other. So this is and they they they, they depend on the tip. And then sometimes they just go outside with the customer uh, to get money, so this is their working condition. Their working condition, and and other is about uh, discrimination from the owner uh, restaurant or owner karaoke. Like women worker working at the karaoke, most of them are uh, the owner restaurant or karaoke always ask those women have a during during test. Every like some place a week, some place two week, some place three week, and some place at the first month and the end of the month. So this is what they are facing. They they found the own restaurant or karaoke just one because of the belief in Cambodian is like that. When the woman has a pregnant, it's like bring them unlucky business. So it's mean like when the woman has a pregnant. Their business is not going well because they depend on the woman uh, to make a customer coming, to make a customer fun. So when the woman has a pregnant, the man cannot play with, the man cannot make a joke, the man 
clear that those two men already have a partner or husband, so they cannot make a joke with those women. So this is the customer or, or this is the customer discrimination, and also pressure from the owner crowd. Okay, always ask those women worker need to have urine test every uh, their their time they set up, and that's why some women they decide because they want to keep their job because of salary, because of their family. So some women decide like force abortion because they they want to get a job. And if the woman just want to have a baby, so they decide to quit the job because of the condition from the karaoke owner. They just said, if you want to get a job, our place not allows the woman to have a pregnancy. So then they decide which which condition they should so depend on the woman. So it's mean like incorrect from the owner restaurant or karaoke. Okay? Must you must to have abortion if you want to get a job. So this is the condition from the woman. And like from the other sector, like from um, general service is related to about childcare center. Like we have a labor law. It's very clear that the Article 183 in the labor law, when the employer employ women more than 100, the employer has obligation to set up child care center. But this is the problem. The employer, they never set up the, this child care center because of, if you, you look at the Cambodian, the big uh, economic impact they are they are focused only in government sector and for those women working in the intercommand or general service or food and beverage it's like the small sector so that's why most of them not like the ministry of the government not really care about those women and uh, even though the labor law is very clear but the working condition for women in this sector is still like not access, not get uh, their right access to childcare, not get their not uh, get uh, not access to a uh, uh, room for give a fit meal to their kids. It's like when they are coming back to work after they are uh, maternity leave, the employer also has obligation to set up fit meal. To the women, they can easily, when they are relaxed, they have a time to to give a fit meal to their kids. So most of them, they are cannot accept. They cannot access. So this is the problem for those women in this sector. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. Today we're looking at the industrial organising situation in Cambodia and we're talking with Oitep Fallin, the newly elected president of the Cambodian Food and Service Workers Federation. Well, that sounds like it's a very um, many, many issues to organise around in that um, entertainment industry, especially around the stigma that women are experiencing for working in that industry. Tell me, tell me about workers in Chevron and um, what the conditions and what the main issues are for those workers. Oh yes, uh, for the women who are working in the Chevron, so far they never access to a childcare centre, and then 
this is the problem, and we find that the Chevron employ a lot of the woman worker. So we try to elect, uh, select the issue, discuss with our member what is the issue you want to uh, find the resolution. So then they arise about the working condition, about the wage, and about the childcare center. And then we, we, we just submit the issue from their worker, from our member and discuss with the Chevron. And Chevron, we discuss about the childcare center because uh, our discussion and also we have our local union leader in the uh, negotiation table. <coughs> so then they decide that after three months, they decide that they cannot set up the childcare center at the gas, gas station because it's really affect to the kids and it's hard to set up the childcare center. Then uh, we find the other, other resolution is we ask employer, children employer, to uh, pay the money to their family, to the woman who, uh, who has a child, who has a kid. Uh, start from um, um, start from zero month until three three years. So they can take they can uh, the employer give the money to them to those women is twenty dollar per month until zero month to up to um, uh, three years. So this is we are we are successful. And they are happy because our member understand that it's not easy to bring our kid to the workplace. It's really affect to their health. And other about salary. Before we are not yet organized a union, they are not yet form a union at the workplace. And we start to work with the children worker in 2006. And at that time, their salary only seven. US dollar per month. So we start to organize and try two times, and we are successful up increase to pay rise to those workers until now it's 170 US dollar for workers who work in the gasoline station. And they get more pay insurance, health insurance. At that time, the company not pay in healthcare insurance. So we just organize and discuss about the affective to our member about the health issue. So then we ask employer or company to pay more uh, health care for them so they can go to the clinic or hospital when they have sick and without pay is under responsible by the company because the company already buy the health care card for those workers. So this is what we are success is a up to the first time only a hundred dollar per month or uh, per, per per year, and now we got successful. We got increased for healthcare. Uh, healthcare scheme covered by the insurance is two hundred dollar per year. So this is what we try to find the issue for our member, and for the working condition. Last time, uh, there the 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 worker they work. Just like twelve hours a day, it's not included with the with the overtime. So we are demand the company pay back for our member, and we are successful. Those workers they got the pay pay back from the company when the company 
when they are working uh, overtime and company not include the overtime pay for them. So this is we are successful so far with the Chevron company in Cambodia. It sounds like you're doing some very amazing work in organising workers in Cambodia. And I'm saying this because I am aware that there is a new trade union law that makes it very difficult to organise workers. Can you tell me a little bit about this law? Yes, that is so really like because of uh, the movement, union movement. If you look back to Cambodian, the first woman or worker that exercised their rights was on only in government sector. And after that, and after that, they start to expand. They, they start to learn each other and extend uh, the other sector. And they can learn to organize. They start to exercise their right on organizing and uh, bargaining rights. And especially is a right to buy for, for check and balance power between worker and employer. So let Later on, those workers from our sector and from other like tourist sector and like food and service, we start to uh, exercise a lot our rights and the movement coming up is like grow up and grow up because then they know about their power. And later on, after 2014, we have a general strike. It's a big strike related to the ask the government to to set up to increase pay rise for our for worker based on the government sector. And this at that time the agenda for minimum wage from our demand from union is one hundred sixty while the worker, while the employer or government decide to increase their salary only uh a hundred and twenty US dollar. So this is what is the problem. That's why those workers they are go on strike to demand pay more rice. And then this we uh, until now the uh, and after that the worker they increase their salary up to uh, one hundred and thirty. And later on and um, until two thousand six uh, to two thousand uh, fourteen until two thousand fourteen the worker they are go on strike because of a uh, very strong, and that's why the government used a uh, uh, crackdown, violent and crackdown to the worker. They used the shop to the worker. At that time, is a uh, four worker dies because of uh, go on strike demand increasing wage, and one worker still lost the body. We cannot found until right now. And 44 workers got injured because of the the gun. The government used, uh, like, because of the military, they used the gun to shot to the uh, worker who uh, go on strike. And and 23 workers put in the jail in five months. And after that, the woman is not yet dying. Workers still keep going and going. The government very faster to uh, pass the law is called threatening law, and the threatening law it just uh, undermine the rights to organizing and the rights to bargaining 
and the rice to dry. It's mean like that. Whenever they start to organize, we 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 just can at the local union we can find ten workers to set up the union to elect the union for their representative for their representative. But the problem is about union registration process. It's hard for for us to get the union registration process. And if we are to any action in this trade union law, if we are to any action without uh, certificate or union registration certified by the government, it means our action is uh, illegal. So so that's why it's hard for those workers uh, to protect their rights at the workplace. And even though they already elected the union at the workplace, but they cannot do any action until they get the union registration process and successful and certified by the Ministry of Labor. And then, after that, we cannot go on strike. Like, if you are doing something like strike, like before, if we are unhappy about the working condition or we need more uh, increasing wage at the workplace, the workers just negotiation among each other, like they can discussion each other, and they can lead the strike immediately. But for the threatening in law, when the workers go on strike and their union not get registration, it means that like their strike is illegal. So this is very easy. The employer can complain the union leader or the worker could to the court, and they are will be in charge. And then they are in be will be in the prison because of their action because they are called the worker go on strike and this is the problem and then like federation like us like food and service sector if we want to set up the federation we need to have seven local union at at the level seven local union is like at the enterprise level so those seven union they need to have registration and and uh, accept by the government, by Ministry of Labor. And if our union is expired for union registration, so it means like a federation cannot registration and certify or registration and uh, certify by the government, I mean certified by the Ministry of Labor. So it means like we are not recognized by the uh, employer and we can employer can be rejected when we are send a letter for make appointment negotiation to find a solution for the worker. They will say because of your union not get registration, so that's why we cannot uh, talk with you because you are not a representative for the worker. So this is the problem. And then, like Coca Cola, we have a we have a experience when the worker last time we don't have a trade union law. Employer and company and the worker and our local union and federation like CFSWS always discussion and uh, find a solution like good relationship at good industrial relationship at the local level. And after the training in law passed and implementation, Coca Cola just said because of your union, not yet registration, like local level, they are not have certificate or union registration certified by the Ministry of Labor. So we just cannot cooperation for the 
uh, membership fee by check-off system. So we cannot cooperate it until you get the certificate or uh, certified by the Ministry of Labor. It means like your union already successful uh, for registration and certified by the government. But if you are not yet get it, we still cannot cooperate it because if we still cooperate, it, it means like we are illegal. So it's very clear that threatening law just protect employer and uh, just like to find union discrimination easily uh, to reject the representative from the worker, even though they are the worker, they elected their union leader for representative themselves. How are you fighting back against the trade union law? What kind of activities are you doing? One, we are organising and we, uh, we are still we still working with a uh, worker, like even though just like trade union law, it just it's just like violated uh, worker right. So we just don't care. We just go to organize worker at the underground at the plant level. So this is what we try to do, and we are just train our member to understand about their basic right and especially on ILO convention. Because Cambodian already ratified ILO Convention is uh, number 87 and 98. So this is the obliga- state obligation to respect the worker rights and to, res- to, to respect uh, union rights. So we just, give the tra- we just provide the training to our members to understand it. And they, they can be ex- exercise their right even though we have many problems. But we still struggle with the situation, and we are know that they just want to shut down the movement and the new and especially union, especially union because we have a member, and the member they are very understanding, very clear because we are provide the training to our member about the right to organize. Especially we are organize the worker with the understanding what is the problem and what we try to avoid the problem and what we try to break the rule together. It's not only like the government set up the law is unfair for working class, so it means like we cannot accept it. We try to find the solution. We try to find the pressure as much as we can together. That was Oitep Fallin, the newly elected president of the Cambodian Food and Service Workers Federation, speaking about the industrial organising situation in Cambodia. And that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Thanks for tuning into the show. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.